Here we go. My name's Jeff Kay, and you're listening to episode 196 of the world-famous West Virginia Surf Report podcast. Pollen's taking its toll. The allergies are kicking in. I might sneeze during this thing. I hope not. We'll see how it goes. I'm sneezing. It, this is the way it works. Okay, at the beginning of spring, everybody's snotting and snorting and sniffling. You know, the whole population. Except for me. I'm like, oh, didn't affect me at all. But then, once they get to the to the end of the cycle... To their to the end of their uh, the snotting cycle, it kicks in for me. It kicks in later. I don't know what it is. I'd like I'd like to know the science behind this thing, but it seems like everybody's like all tore up. You know, at the beginning of spring when things are first in bloom, it doesn't affect me. But then slightly later, you know, a few weeks in, maybe a month month into the into it. Everybody else is like getting, they're done. They've, they've completed the cycle. And it kicks in for me. And that's where I'm at right now. I'm sneezing all the time. And, uh, you know, it feels like my nose is just, it's just like a slow drip. <laughs> it's just, it's nothing major. It's just constant slow drip. I'm sneezing too much. There's a lot of sneezing going on. Anyway, my car's covered in pollen. I need to drive that thing through the Johnny's Car Wash. You know what I'm saying? The Johnny's Car Wash, they have the they have four different plans. They have the $10, the $12, I think. Wait a minute, 8 I think it's 8 10 12 and 14 Every once in a while, I spring for the 14 and they get put the hot wax on there. Oh, man, it's exciting. I've seen, sometimes when I'm sitting behind, like I'm waiting to get into the into the Johnny's car wash um, so I can see the car in front of me going through the process, and there's like a, it's like a trough of, of something, and it just literally just pours it across. The, it is like, it's like it just dumps it across the thing across the car and it's like there's there's like steam coming off of it. it's hot wax i don't know how it gets all over it i mean i don't know it feels like it's just like pouring it on the on the top of the car i don't know sometimes i spring for that but usually it's a little bit too rich for my blood you know 14 dollars for a car wash eh. anyway i need to go over there maybe i'll do the old 12 dollar and get that pollen off there that thing's disgusting i'm sneezing and snotting it's a disgusting turn of events but um, hopefully I won't sneeze during this thing. I'll try not to do any of that sniffing. You know, I don't like that either. People do that sniffing all the time. Uh, I'll try to refrain. Um, um, let's see what happened. Um, I'm, I'm way off track. I don't know how these things happen. I'm not so much off track with the podcast, but I'm off track with the website. I didn't send out a Friday email. Uh, for one thing... I had my work schedule was all messed up last week. That didn't help. That never helps. If I don't if I don't get it done in the morning, 
before I go to work, you know, all bets are off. Because when I, once I get into my job, get down there in, in the middle of that mess, it's hard to get out. You know, you can't, once you get in, you can't get out. And then when I get home, I'm like, I'm, I don't want to do any of that. You know, I'm done. I'm spent. And um, so, and then the weekend came and I'll tell you what happened there. I mean, nothing major, but, um, you know, I did have, there's something that happened that I find to be kind of exciting. But um, anyway, um, I'm off track. I'm going to try. I'm, I can't allow this to go on. So uh, I'll do something to get back on track, and uh, we'll see how it goes. But the podcast has been pretty consistent. Uh, Zip was out of town last weekend, but we we had we adjusted, and I you know we didn't we didn't miss a beat. So uh, we'll see. And Zip sent me a couple of video updates. He's going to a glacier up in uh, Colorado. He had to hike up some mountain or something. I don't know. But he sent me some video updates on that thing. It's hilarious. <sighs> Pretty funny. He's like, all I got, he goes, oh, I'm ill-equipped. All I have is one bottle of Gatorade and a scratch-off ticket, you know. <sighs> so he took it. He was going on a, on a hike, on a multi-mile hike up the side of a mountain, and he had a scratch <laughs> He claimed to have a scratch-off ticket. That was one of the things he took with him. Anyway, uh, he's back, I think. I think. I think he's back in Texas. But anyway... Um, we didn't get off track. We, we, we adapted on the podcast side. The, the website hasn't been updated lately. And uh, I, need to, I need to rectify all these things. I apologize. It doesn't take much to get me off, you know, off, off, off track, I should say. Um, you know what I'm saying? And um, I, uh, I had to go in early on Friday, and I threw the whole thing off. And Thursday was a mess, too. Something was going on. I can't remember. Anyway. I apologize for that, but we'll, we'll, we'll get back on track. Um, the thing that was exciting over the weekend, so I, I was like scrolling through, uh, through, through uh, what? What is it called? Instagram. Oh, yeah, it's called Instagram. Are you familiar? So I was scrolling through Instagram, and I saw this ad for Major League MLB TV, Major League Baseball TV. So that's something I've always wanted, but I don't know. I mean, I work at night, so I wouldn't be able to watch very many games, you know, and um, there's blackouts. The blackouts annoy the shit out of me. So I live in Scranton, roughly, and and they black out all games with the Mets, the Yankees, the Phillies, and the Pirates. So if they're playing any of those four teams— it, you can't watch this blacked out, so you can't watch them. You, those games are unavailable to you. And that, and the crazy thing about that is, that's home or away. Like, okay, say say the Reds are playing the Cardinals. You know, okay, I can at home in Cincinnati. I can watch the Cardinals series. You know, but then the next night in the exact same stadium, the Pirates come in. Those are all blacked out. Does that make any sense? No, it doesn't. I could answer that question. I don't even need to wait on you guys to answer. I know the answer. The answer is no. It makes no sense. What in the living, finger-snapping, toe-tapping shit is that? The blackouts, that's, that's, that makes me insane. And Plus, it costs like $130 a year. I don't know. I mean, it's like, I don't know. Like that's a, if, you, if I was home every night and I could watch the games... You know, I might be able to justify it, right? But 
I don't know. Uh, so every see every season, I'm thinking maybe I should do that, and then every season, I'm like, nah, I just stick with the radio broadcasts. I like the radio broadcasts. I have no issue with that. I like baseball on the radio, and um, so that's the way it's been. So the other day, I was scrolling through the old Instagram. And there's an ad on there, MLB TV. It says, this weekend only, I think, or maybe it said for a, for a limited time, 50% off for the rest of the season. So we're only in May. You know, we got a long way to go. The season's still young. 50% off. So they have a deal where you can pick one team, your favorite team. For So at 50% off, it's $55, right? So I could watch all the Reds games, except for the blacked out ones, you know. Uh, for the rest of the season for $55, I'm like, hell yeah, that sounds like a pretty good deal, you know? And then, or you can choose the $65 option, usually $130, for all teams. So that's the, that's the obvious choice, right? And I'm like, you know, I might have to do this. I might have to pull the trigger on this thing. I still have the same problems where I'm working at night, so I won't be able to see it during the week, but I can watch it on the weekends. And if they play on the West Coast, I can watch those late games. Even if they're playing in, like, Colorado or something where they don't start till, like, 9 o'clock or something, I can watch those probably. By the time I get home, I can watch half the game. Or, you know, if they're playing on the West Coast, I might be able to watch most of the game, you know. So I can can get a little bit of use out of it. Also, they have on-demand on there, which is awesome. It's like DVR almost. You just like, like if you can stay away from, uh, if you can stay away from knowing the score of the game, you know, while I'm at work. But I, the thing about that is, I got I get notifications every time some player farts. <laughs> I get a notification for it, you know, and um. I, uh, you know, Tatis just farted. That's one of the notifications. You know, say so. I, I don't know. I get I get I get a lot of notifications. I'd have to turn those off, or I'd have to turn my phone off, or I'd have to peel myself away, trying not to look at it. You know, and then I can come home and watch it on demand. I guess I could, I could do that if I want to sit and watch a four-hour game after work. I'd like to, but it would put me in you know three o'clock in the morning going to bed. You know, you know what I'm saying. So anyway. I was thinking, maybe I should do this, you know? And I was like, nah, I don't know. Still $65, you know? I don't know. I don't know. It's him and hawing. So then I was out there. It was like, all right, now I need to mow the lawn, right? So I asked the older boy. I said, I said this is the way this is going to work again. <laughs> so I'm going to mow the front. I'm going to mow around the house, which is the treacherous part. And then you can do the long backyard. Once you get to the backyard part, it's just it's just back and forth. But I don't want to do it, you know. By the time I get done with the front and the and the, around the house, I'm done. I've done my that that around the house part sucks. <laughs> I mean, I, I come out of that thing with my heart pounding in my chest, not from fear, just from exertion. It's it's like up the side of the hill. It's, pushing that thing it's self-propelled but still it's not like it's you know a miracle machine i mean you still have to push it it's it sucks and my feet are sliding and that's dangerous it's no good it sucks it's terrible so so i got the uh i had the younger boy help me last weekend or week yeah last week whatever and um he wasn't home this weekend but i told the older boy who if you ask him he'll do it 
but he's not going to be a volunteering for shit, you know. So I said, hey, you, you going to help me out with this? He goes, sure. So um, so I was out there mowing, and, it, you know, it wasn't it, – it's not very hot yet. It's not super buggy yet, so it's not it's not as horrible as it will be. But it sucked. When I was doing the side over there where, I, where I'm, you know, mowing on a 90-degree angle, <laughs> um, that might be a slight exaggeration, but um, – I was like, all right, screw this. I'm getting that MLB TV. <laughs> it's like, that's how I justify it, you know? And um, I was like, I've earned it. This is bullshit. You know, if we if we had to give up the lawn service, I'm getting that freaking thing. So I went in, told Tony I'm going to order that thing. She goes, eh, whatever. I don't know. She didn't have any problem with it. but So I ordered it, and um, I watched uh, Saturday's game and Sunday's game, both super exciting, come from behind wins. For the Reds, you know, they're playing Colorado. And eh, that's a pesky team. On paper, they look terrible. Their record's not great. But the thing about it is they win They win most of their games at home, and then they get hammered on the road. They're playing at home. They're, it's like they were tough, you know. And um, they got beat the first two games. What, was it a three-game series? They got beat. I think it was a four-game series. They got beat the first two games. And then they they barely hung on to beat them the second, the, the third and fourth game, and that that Saturday game was so tense, and I was like, I was like watching it, and I was like, it was like on the edge. I mean, I was like losing my mind. You know, it was like it was so there was so much uh, drama, or I don't know, drama suspense. I guess is the word I'm looking for. It was so suspenseful. That I, that I for inexplicably kept getting up out of my chair and standing in front of the TV. Like I could, it was so suspenseful and I was so, uh, you know, whipped into a frenzy that I, I couldn't remain seated. I had to stand up. <laughs> I don't know. It was like, yeah, it was very exciting. And they ended up winning and the Reds ended up winning in 12 innings. And then on Sunday, it was super suspenseful again. Great ending. You know, fun, fun game. So, so it's already paying dividends. You know, have you ever experienced that where something is so suspenseful, or something is so wild and crazy and uh, exciting that you get up out of your seat and stand in front of the TV? <laughs> what is that? What is that? What is that about? You know, I don't, I don't, I don't know. But um, that's what was happening. So I got the MLB TV, and um, last night I wasn't able to use it. The game was off. The game was over way before, you know, I came home. And uh, I don't know how much usage. On the weekends, I'll definitely watch the games. But uh, during the week, probably not, you know. I don't know, $65. That's a pretty good deal. I don't know if that thing's still going on. If you're interested in it, you might want to check it out. They were having a good deal on the weekend. On the weekend. You know what I'm saying, and um, you might you might want to check it out if you're inter- if you're so inclined. Let's see. Um, oh, when we were when I was mowing, you know, there's all kinds of sticks and stuff from the winter that are still. Uh, the first couple times I mowed, I I picked up the sticks, and uh, you know, and so there's these little piles of sticks out there, and some of them are more than sticks. Some of them are branches, you know, off trees and stuff. And I set them aside. So there's these little piles. 
And I told the older boy, I said, hey, I want you to go out there tomorrow and I want you to get rid of that stuff, like take it all out to the curb so that it can be taken away by the trash man. And um, he goes, I'll just burn it. I said, what? What are we talking about? He goes, I'll just build a, I'll just build a fire pit out there and burn it all up. I said, uh, okay. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I don't know. I feel, you know, I have these visions of somebody running through the streets completely on fire, you know. It's like, I said, don't be using any, like, gas or any kind of accelerant or something. He goes, I know how to build a fire. I'm like, eh. <laughs> you know, okay. I said, don't do anything stupid and don't burn up the lawn and don't be uh, catching the trees on fire. Don't burn our house down. Don't you become engulfed in flames and go running down the street fully involved. He goes, God, you know. So, um, you know, I don't I always think the worst, but this shit doesn't happen in a vacuum. You know, there's reasons why I, 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 I often think the worst. All right, so. So he built, he got these rocks, he found these rocks, and he built this nice little fire pit out there, you know, and um, in an area of the of the backyard that's, you know, kind of off the beaten path, but not anywhere where it could be dangerous. He built that, and he, he built, he burned stuff for hours. He was out there, he had a fire going, man. It was like, it was a thing of beauty, and he burned up all that wood. He had a saw. He got a saw, and he was, like, cutting the big branches. Some of them were, like, basically half a tree or something. He was cutting these big chunks of wood and putting them on the fire. Burned it all up, and he um, did a great job. It's all gone. And he spent the day out there. He enjoyed it. You know, I went out there for a little while. Tony was out there for a little while. His brother was out there, you know. And it smelled good, and it was... uh. It was pretty good. It was a good good way to spend a Sunday. Hang on a second. Oh, man. That's good stuff. I got my Myrtle Beach, South Carolina skull mug. Good stuff. Probably my favorite mug. But, I mean, I know you guys are probably, you know, I don't want to be controversial. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, that happened over the weekend. See, these are the reasons. And then I was in there watching that game. He's out there, uh, like building a fire. I can't do anything, you know. I can't. I can't do any. I can't work on the website or anything. There's a lot going on. the the uh, The older boy, the one who built the fire, is getting his uh, first shot of his vaccine today. So he's been hemming and hawing about that. He had the opportunity once at his work, and he turned it down. This is early on, and he was like, I don't know. I don't want to be a guinea pig. I'm like, Ugh. So anyway, he's, he, all of us have gotten it, and we're all still we're all still standing. So he's going to go ahead and do it today. And uh, he'll get the first shot of the Moderna, Moderna, Moderna vaccine. He had, he had the choice between that and the Johnson & Johnson. He's going with the two-shot Moderna and um, two o'clock today, so that's pretty good. So all all four of us will be vaccinated. Um, the younger boy has his second shot on Thursday, so we're getting there. Tony and I are long long ago vaccined. We're all vaccined up, and now that we don't have to wear masks, some places, 
you know, the, the, the Walmart, the Sam's Club, this local grocery store, Garrity's, the uh, local chain, uh, Publix down south, what, Trader Joe's, what, other places like Target, I think. You don't have to wear masks if you're vaccinated. That's awesome. I mean, I, I, I've been saying since day one, I'll do it if I have to. And if it, you know, and I, if it, if it brings along benefits, you know, it's good. You know, I'm not going to be one of these assholes that just takes some kind of stand or something, but I don't like it, you know, not on a moral. I just, it's, it's, I just don't like, I don't like doing it, you know? It's, I want to get back to normal, and um, I've been saying this from the beginning, and I'm not taking some kind of stand. All I'm saying is if the day that they say that we don't have to wear masks anymore is the day that I'm going to stop wearing masks. All right? And that's I stick with that. I'm excited. You know, now things are getting lifted a little bit. The Reds have announced that they're going to on June 2nd. I don't know why June 2nd. Maybe they're not on. Maybe they're on the road on June 1st. I don't know. But on June 2nd, they're going to allow 100% capacity at the stadium. So all the baseball teams are coming around on this stuff. Ah, probably have some more concerts coming this summer. Probably late in the summer. Ah, it's going to be great. I can't wait. I need to get. Everybody needs to get all vaxxed up. <laughs> and get things back to normal, you know. So um, you know, he he's getting his uh, getting the first shot today, and hopefully he doesn't have any side effects. Most people don't. There's a few people that do. Um, somebody somebody I know goes, I was praying for death after the second shot of something. I don't remember. I think it was the Pfizer. I was praying for death. I was like, good Lord, man. Could you be more dramatic praying for death? <laughs> you know, after the second shot. It only lasted 24 hours, though, and I was completely fine. I was like, yeah, okay. I didn't have any side effects except my arm hurt a little bit. You know, nothing major. So hopefully you'll have the same experience. I had the Pfizer. All right. Um, what else I got I got in, in my notebook here? Uh, oh, I guess that's it. I guess I guess I've covered it. I do have two. Well, actually, I have three calls that came in. One of them is um, is a two parter. I'll just ask. Uh, I'll ask uh, Zip to combine those that two parter into one. Um, that's from uh, my old Peaches buddy Eugene. And here it is. Hey, Jeff, it's Eugene from the Wheels Dog Podcast. Again, thank you for the kind words you, you've said about my podcast. I do appreciate it, and I hope somebody does uh, check it out sometime. Maybe you'll like it. But I was just calling you about the white snake thing. You are absolutely right about Ready and Willing. That or Willing. It, it's a great album. Uh, I first got turned on the white snake in seventh grade. There was a kid that bought Love Hunter uh, just because of the album cover. And... Uh, <laughs> You know, hard rocker like me, and and he's like, man, you got to listen to this album, and it was it was really good in it. Love Hunter's got the, you know, it's not so subtle with the sexuality. It's like a naked woman straddling over a, a dragon-headed serpent. It's just <laughs> you know the white snake thing. But yes, their 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 songs are very uh, misogynistic, uh, considering the times, and uh, you know, cock rock posing that kind of deal. Uh, but. Uh, it was like a continuation of the uh, rockin', rockin' side or the bluesy side of uh, Deep Purple. 
because that's where Coverdale and, and Pace came from. And John Lord, sorry, didn't mean to leave him out. But uh, I, you never asked me about this when we were at Peaches. I, I feel hurt, first of all, that uh, you know, Love Hunter came out in 79, uh, Ready and Willing came out in 80. But our years at Peaches, you never, you never really talked about White Snake until they got huge and, and popular. So I'm kind of hurt, and I'm also hurt that you didn't ask me either Faster Pussycat or Guns N' Roses' Appetite for Destruction. I would have definitely given you Appetite because we were on board with GNR with the Live Like a Suicide album. Uh, I have a vinyl copy of that, which is uh, uh, apparently worth a lot of money. But, uh, but yeah, I feel hurt that you asked Eddie instead of me. But, um, yeah, I guess time will... Help me get over it. Talk to you later. Eugene here again. I forgot to put something else in there. I was worried about the being cut off, but uh, with the Google Voice. But uh, I, the thing about White Snake, yes, uh, you're right. I think it was on the Polydor label that they put out their their early stuff here in America. And uh, then, it, like you said, it, it went out of print. All of that stuff went out of print because nobody really cared. And um, it wasn't until they they got some success there with the what the White Snake album, the self titled '87 album, until uh, Geffen went back and got the rights to put them all back out in America again. And they put them out on CD. It was like the first time they put out all of those on CD. I had to get uh, uh, come and get it. Uh, immediately, and then, you know, it wasn't until, like, 84 till they finally got a little bit of success in America with the Slide It In album, which is a fantastic album as well. Uh, my opinion, they went downhill once they got big, <laughs> because, well, you know, they got kind of, uh, well, they got more money, and that's keyboards, that sort of thing. They got really uh, poppy. Yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. They got really poppy. But uh, anyway, you're absolutely right. Ready, Ready and Willing is a fantastic album, and uh, but yeah. Anyway, sorry. Feel like I'm rambling. Probably am. Bye. Thanks, Eugene. He's uh, Eugene's uh, not in addition to being uh, a longtime friend who I met at the uh, Peaches Records in Greensboro back a million years ago, back when dinosaurs roamed the earth. Eh. He's also the the host of the Wheeler's Dog podcast, which you ch- you should check out. Check it out. Put it in your uh, put it in your app, podcast app. Check it out every once in a while. You know, it's uh, something I think you're gonna like. If you like this podcast, I think you're gonna like Eugene's. But um, calling today about White Snake. You know, I was I was just listening to that today. Again, I'm like obsessed with it. That, that record, Ready and Willing, which I which I bought, not knowing anything about it. I was still living with my parents. I was in high school. I was young. I was in high school. I, I bought. I would buy stuff for my car. I liked hard rock in my car. You know, disposable hard rock is the way I thought of it. So I didn't buy it on vinyl. Which I considered vinyl to be, you know, a permanent part of the of the of the music uh, library, but a cassette is just something for fun, you know, it's something you throw in your car, you put that baby in, 
and crank it up and ride down the highway. And um, so that's one of the ones. I, I bought the thing. I didn't know anything about them. I just bought it like you said, like your friend did. I bought it because of the cover. It looked like something I might like, you know. And um, I got obsessed with it. It was great. I listened to it a million times. And then it was impossible. Like, it, it disappeared. I didn't even know anybody who knew about it, right? I've told this story before. But anyway, it's recently been on Spotify. And I've been playing that shit in a loop, you know. And you know what concerns me about that is at the end of the year, near the end of the year, Spotify is gonna s- sends out these... Uh, you know, these emails that says, and they create these little like video uh, presentations that you can share on uh, social media. It says, this is Jeff's five favorite bands of 2021, you know, and number, I guarantee you, number one is going to be White Snake <laughs> because I've been playing that shit over and over and over again. So it's going to be, and I, I'm not going to share that, you know, I'm not going to put that up there. Jeff K's, Jeff's favorite band of 2021 is white snake i mean people are going to be like laughing at me you know pointing at me and mocking me behind my back or straight up to my face i can't have that white snake but that's what's that's the way it's going to be because that's what i've been listening to non-stop for weeks but anyway um yeah i don't know i don't know i don't i don't know any of those other early albums i need to check it out they sound they sound very interesting especially that slide it in <laughs> i didn't check that out slide it in oh my god all right but um and you know i didn't i don't remember so i'm surprised i never mentioned that to you eugene about my love of that that rogue record that that mysterious album that I, I didn't even know the band i didn't know their history i didn't know anything about them i just bought it played it in my car and liked it i had no idea that they were associated with deep purple or any of that stuff i had no idea i didn't know who they were i just liked it and i played the shit out of it and then it disappeared and nobody knew about it i guess you would have known about it i'm surprised we didn't talk about it you said i didn't talk about white snake until they became super popular with that White Snake record, I was probably shitting all over that. I don't know. I'm, I don't remember. But um, anyway. Also, the the Faster Pussycat thing where, uh, where I asked Eddie instead of you. Faster Pussycat versus Guns N' Roses. Yeah. Sorry about that. I don't know. I don't remember if you were around. But I needed, I needed to make a purchase. And I needed, I needed some input from a hard rock guy. And uh, Eddie definitely fell under that under that heading. Gave me bad advice. Actually, I like that record. I like that Faster Pussycat record. <laughs> but um, anyway, um, what else? Is there any? No, I think that's it. Um, thanks for calling, Eugene. And um, I'm gonna to, I'm gonna start listening to those other early. They're all on Spotify now, and they weren't a year ago. I know they weren't because I looked. People don't believe me. People think I'm, I'm I'm delusional or I got I got the dementia, but they weren't on there recently, like a year ago. I, I need to listen to all those early ones. That shit is good. That shit is solid, man. They're gonna be my number one band of 2021, which I will never tell anybody about. All right, thanks for the calls, Eugene. I appreciate it. Call anytime. You guys check out his podcast, Wheeler's Dog. The title comes from an obscure. Green Acres reference, and if you don't know what Green Acres is, you need to you need to 
check that out too. All right. Next call, and ironically or unusually, or I don't know what the word is, uh, this is about music as well. And it's from our old friend Ian in Scotland, right here. Hey, Jeff, it's uh, Ian in Scotland here, driving in my car uh, on the Trans 5 Highway, the M90. And two things. First, I was only, only last week, I was thinking to myself, I wonder what happened to the Translucence, which is a pretty good name for a, an album. Uh, I think whatever happened to Translucence and then you fill us in you give us a bit of info on their uh, their progress much later in the year like 15 years ago I remember you writing about the Nancy's kids so yeah there we go synchronicity at play again number two Frank Black met him once in Dundee Black Francis uh, Frank Black on a on a solo album tour, <laughs> and uh, one of my mates owned the establishment he was playing in. He had like a, uh, an audience about two hundred. He was pissed off, I think. But my mate said, "Hey, you want to meet him? Uh, seeing you're a, you're a fan." Well, yeah, sure, sure. I went back and I uh, met Frank Black, and I happened to say to him, "Wow, here's interesting fact for you." Mr. Francis, um, we are 20 miles away from the capital of the Pixies. Uh, Blair Gowrie, this village in Scotland, being the old capital of the Picts, from where the Pixies get their name, from the Picts, the old tribe of Scotland. And uh, he went, ah. <laughs> uh, or could have been, ah. Uh, certainly no words were used. But, um, yeah, it's just like verbalizing, so fuck, you know? Yeah. <laughs> a polite way, I suppose. So, there you go. Um, Frank Black, pictures, met him once, bored him with unnecessary information. So, there you go. Keep them coming, Jeff. Bye. I love when you call from the road. It's my favorite. I like, I don't know why, but I, I enjoy those the most. I enjoy any call from you, Ian. I, I you know, I appreciate it. Um, the translucence, did you notice I put that on the, uh, <laughs> the translucence update? I put that one on the Patreon, uh, episode. I didn't put that one out on the main network. I did have a little update on those, those guys. And I don't know if you can tell, I'm kind of like choosing my words, <sighs> you know, carefully here. But, um, so, you know, I'm glad you enjoyed that. And, uh, the Frank Black slash... Black Francis slash, what is his name? Charles? What's his real name? Charles Thompson or something? Or Thomas? Charles Thompson, I think, is his real name. When he's in the Pixies, he's uh, Black Francis. When he's solo, he's Frank Black. And then I guess when he's just around the house, he's uh, Charles Thompson. I don't know. But anyway, um, you said you met him and... uh, (laughs) Gave him a little trivia on the name The Pixies, where that came from. And he was like, huh, yeah. Well, that sounds about right. I don't know. That guy has a reputation, you know, has a certain reputation. I love The Pixies, and I like some of that solo stuff, too, although it seems to be wildly inconsistent. Um, And um, 
I met him once too. I actually met him once. I went to dinner with well, they called it a dinner. It was back when I worked at Wea, you know, and um, I had access to all this kind of shit. It was crazy. I still can't believe that stuff happened. <sighs> you know, growing up in Dunbar, West Virginia, no access to anything. There was like no no hip bands came through there unless you like the Doobie Brothers, and there's nothing wrong with the Doobie Brothers or the Hall and the Oats. <laughs> Not just Hall, but and Oats. I mean, we had access to that. You know who opened for, uh... oh, wait a minute, who was it? Who's that guy, Jesse's Girl? What's that guy's name? That soap opera star? I I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Anyway, I went to see him. My girlfriend at the time loved him. And, and I, I like some of those pop hits. Um, anyway, I went to see him. You know who the opening act was? Sparks. Are you familiar with that band? That crazy? I don't know. It's bizarre. But anyway, I can't even remember the guy's name. I got. I do have the. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I can't remember names. Of course, I never have been able to. So, anyway, uh, what are you talking about? Oh, growing up in Dunbar, and I uh, had no access to much. I had, there was a good record store there, um, Budget Tapes and Records, and there was a good record store down in um, Huntington, which is about fifty miles away, and. Um, so I did have access to good records and stuff, and I, you know, anyway, um, but I loved music and I was all into it and I had no access to anything. And then I moved to Atlanta and started working for a record company. I was right up in the middle of it all, so I got to go out to dinner with Black Francis. He was in town playing a solo show. I think it was his first solo record, Frank Black. Um, I can't remember the title of it. Maybe it's just called Frank Black. I don't remember. But um, it was a good record. But um, anyway, so it was a handful of us. Maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe like six people total. And they asked me to be a part of it, which was cool. And um, so we went to this place called the Highland Tap. is um Virginia Highlands area of Atlanta, like a cool, cool area of Atlanta. Highland Tap. And we had dinner, and Electra Records was paying for it. Electra was picking up the tab, except he wasn't eating. He was just drinking uh, martinis. He was, like, downing martinis. He was sitting there. He was sweating profusely. He's drinking, I'd say, to excess, you know? And I don't know. I mean, I don't want to judge. <laughs> but those martinis will kick your ass if you don't want, you know... He seemed like he knew what knew his way around the martini, and he was he was uh, he was drinking. Everybody's uh, everybody else is eating steaks and stuff, and he's not he's not eating anything. He's just drinking, and we talked to him, and he was he was cordial. I wouldn't say super, you know. I mean, I felt like he was it was some kind of like obligation for him. He wasn't like he didn't seem like he was having a great time. Although he wasn't rude, he wasn't being overly rude. But I remember at one point, he got up to go to the bathroom, and he was, like I said, he had sweat pouring down him, probably from all that booze, you know. And um, he, he, gets, he stands up, and he almost turns the table over. The table's, like, tipped up. <laughs> it's almost like everybody's drinks are, like, sloshing around, you know. He's like, oh, sorry, you know. So anyway, that's what I remember about that dinner with Frank Black. I think we have similar uh, similar similar experiences. Um, I liked your story. I didn't know the pixies. I didn't know the story. I didn't know that. So 
I appreciate it, Ian. Thanks for calling. Call anytime, especially from the road, although you can call from your house. I don't care. That's I'm not putting any kind of limitations on anybody. If you want to be a part of the show, like Eugene and Ian, you can do that. There's a number, 570-290-8151 is that number. Again, 570-290-8151. Call me anytime, night or day, and um, leave a message, ask a question, make a comment, whatever you want to do. It will almost certainly be used in an upcoming episode, so it's an easy way of being a part of the show. And if you want to hear the Patreon episode where I had a, a, a quickie, translucence update recently I'm not saying I'm not using that I'm not dangling that because I don't like I don't like talking about that anymore there's too much uh, you know these people are getting a little bit too tech savvy you know what I'm saying for any comfort on my side so I'm not using that but I did talk about them recently I'm not I'm not saying I will in the future but if you do want to hear the extra episode every week you can head on over to Patreon. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Jeff K. Sign up for a $4 or more monthly donation. They call it a patronage. I call it a donation. Helps me out a great deal. It's 4 bucks. You put it on a credit card. It comes out the first of every month. You won't notice it because it's $4. And it adds up and, uh, you know, it helps me out. And it's uh, greatly appreciated. And my way of saying thank you is I record an extra episode every week for patrons only. So if you want to get in on that deal, it's easy. Patreon.com slash Jeff K. And if you want to send me an email, you can fire that bastard off to uh, surfreportpod at gmail.com. Also, if you want to follow my exploits over at the uh, $10 scratch-off project, you can do that. The WVSR.com slash scratch-off. I'm buying one $10 scratch-off ticket every Saturday. And I'm keeping track. I'm going to do it for 52 weeks at least. I'm going to do it for a year. And I'm going to see where we are at the end of that year. Because somebody told my dad on a more than one occasion that the $10 scratch-off ticket is the best, bet in, the best bet in all of gambling. I'm, I think I'm 17 weeks in. You can go over there and check out how I'm doing. I've got it all broken down. So I've got a spreadsheet over there. The WVSR.com slash scratch off. Check that out if you're so inclined. And I'm at the end of this thing. I hope you enjoyed it. I will be back later in the week over on the Patreon side. Until then, you guys have yourselves a fine, fine day. I'll see you. Bye. Everybody's snotting and snorting and sniffling.